This document contains shocking information. I cannot and do not look at the social consequences of, of what I do. In Minneapolis tonight, tensions are high as four police officers have been fired after a man was pinned to the ground and died. The incident was caught on camera. It's the video that's changing American history. What we saw was horrible. Completely and utterly messed up. This man's life matters. 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 Soros. I'm not sure we need to bring George Soros into this. <laughs> I was going to say you get the last word, Speaker. He, he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions no, of dollars... He I, I agree with Melissa. George people. Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Okay. So it's verboten. All right, we're good. I'm not no Black Lives Matter supporter. Like You're not? Matter. No, absolutely. Why not? Because it's not our movement. This is a movement that was given to us by, you know, George Soros and his fucking boys. For America's future, that some participate and others don't. We have been given an extraordinary blessing. And at this moment in time, our country needs us. And we need people like George Soros, who is fearless and willing to step up when it counts. So please join me in welcoming George Soros. Do you believe in God? No. I will tell you that George Soros is not to be discussed. It is verboten. This is why he is so off limits, because what is being done to our country, his fingerprints are all over it. I think that the criticism is helpful. Um, I also think that it might, um, I think of a lot of things. The first thing I think is that we actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, we uh, are trained Marxists. Um, it works as in the uh, the the, Marx, the, the, uh, the Marxist the Marx, way. You know, it's amazing that one minute the news is doing nothing but reporting how many cases of COVID nineteen there are, how many people have died, and how bad it's affecting the economy and stuff like that, and then. This George Floyd death happens. 
things suddenly switch gears to topics like racial inequality, police brutality, and violent protests. Ah, the news is a fickle bitch, isn't it? It loves to stir up trouble and promote fear and distrust among the people. And this is all in an effort to stage the entire thing and create the chaos and discord that we are now going through. Is this really true, though? Could something like this really be pulled off? The answer is a resounding yes. Some random ass bricks, bro. Ain't no construction. Ain't no construction, bro. Just some random ass bricks. This is the setup. They put them there on purpose, Y'all know where we at. They gonna set them hoes right up on the route. Y'all know what building this is right here. I ain't even gonna say what name it is. Hey, where do them bricks go to? Where do the bricks go to? Where do the bricks go to? We gotta do better. Ain't no... Gotta do better. Ain't no damn construction around here. I see. Ain't no damn construction around here. You just gonna set a pallet of bricks right there. Okay. Listen. I did jury duty three months ago. Y'all don't keep no bricks right there. That don't look right to me. That don't look right to me. Fucking bricks at a bus stop on Ventura Boulevard? The fuck is the... Are those fucking bricks? What the fuck are those? Those look like bricks. When you say fuck the police, who are you talking about? You can't just say fuck all the police. You don't know all the police. Be specific. Get mad 
we just automatically blame that shit on white people. It's not all white people. It's 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 deep state secret society motherfuckers. I don't know if all these motherfucking people in uniform is trying to bring in a new world order, but I know this nigga is. This is uh LA, right? Los Angeles. Look at the police directing this woman on with the this is vandalism. Look, they telling this bitch with the spray. She's spraying Black Lives Matter on the wall. And the police is telling her with the spray. Look, the police is telling these bitches what to write. Look at her, she writing Black Lives Matter. That's not a black person. The police it's not us. It's them. But it's not all of them. It's the specific motherfuckers who was placed in these agencies to do this. These are cops right here destroying everything. You're going to take the materials and all try to peacefully protest. These are undercover deep state agents. See? But these niggas is yelling cops. These are not cops. These are these motherfuckers. These are these motherfuckers. And then what happens? You just say, fuck the police. And now you outside fighting all of the police when it's not all of the police. It's not. It's agents. Hey, were you at the protest? Yes. As a protester? Huh? As a protester? As a cop? Journalist. As a journalist. I saw you just getting out of a police truck. That's not a police truck. That's not a police truck? No. Nope. Who are you with? Which boy? Oh, okay. Who are you with? You myself? Yeah. Uh, were you protesting later? Or? Yeah. Okay, cool. How'd it go for you? Pretty good. Yeah. Alright, let's go see if this is CNN. Is that the protest that way? Yes, sir. Who are you guys with? Oh, Are you cops? Yeah. You're not? No. You seem like cops. No, thank you. Are you CNN? Out, You're not. Are you CNN? I'm out. Your friend just told me you were CNN. Oh, okay. But you're not, so he lied to me. The guy who just got out of here and was dressed like a protester. I'm just a guy. I'm a DC resident. My name's Max. So you're undercover cops and you're sending people into the protests who are dressed like protesters, and he's lying to me and telling me he's a journalist, which is very bad for the journalistic profession, I would say. Okay, so those are cops, and you've got a guy who just got out and said he was with CNN. So basically, he's putting all reporters in danger. He was dressed as a protester, basically dressed like, you know, black block style. These guys are straight up cops. I can't believe that. Now they circling.
across the United States. I'm just not seeing the reporting on it that I that right, I had that's right. for the first few weeks. That's um, right. But they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And that's, they're not, this is a movement, I'm telling you. They're not going to stop. And and everyone beware, because they're not going to stop. It is going to, they're not going to stop before election day in November, and they're not going to stop after election day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. And we should not. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Then you ain't black. Then you ain't black. Then you ain't black. The former Minneapolis police officer charged in George George Floyd's death made his first court appearance yesterday. Derek Chauvin faces multiple charges, including second-degree murder. Did you know the Chauvins? No. You know what? We did. We didn't know he was a cop. We had no idea he was a cop. We thought he was a real cop. I kept saying, that's not him. That's not him. No. No. No, we were, we're still shot. The police officers who supposedly killed him aren't actually police officers. Um, Derek Chauvin? <laughs> <laughs> this is no cop. This is an actor. This is a crisis actor. Well, at the fight coming in on the, uh, I sit a bench and raise it up almost all the way and keep going to the point where They and everyone else involved in the event are crisis actors. George Floyd's six-year-old daughter, six years old, talking about her dad for the first time. Eva Pilgrim spoke with the little girl. What do you want people to know? Kind of that I miss him. Overnight, George Floyd's six-year-old daughter, Gianna, talking about her dad. What was your dad like? He played with me. She didn't have to play with nobody else because daddy was going to play with her all day long. Gianna's mother, Roxy Washington, saying that George loved his daughter. He was always a great dad. I mean, that was his baby. He loved his little girl. Roxy found out about George's death when she got a phone call. She then got on the internet 
and saw the video. I watched it only for a moment because I was like, I can't believe, I couldn't believe that somebody was doing him like that. I wish I could have been there to help him. How did you explain what happened to your daughter? I didn't. But Gianna knew something was wrong. She's like, I hear them. I hear them saying my daddy's name. And I told her, she doesn't know what happened. I told her that her dad died because he couldn't breathe. As for little Gianna, she may not know exactly what happened to her father, but she does know that everyone is talking about her dad. Ben Crump, the lead attorney for the family of George Floyd, and recently arriving in Minneapolis is his son, Quincy Mason. But right now, I introduce to the world Mr. Quincy Mason, George Floyd's son, to say a few remarks on behalf of him and his family. Talk as loud as you can. Every night with my family, trying to get just for my father. And no, no man or woman should, uh, should be without their fathers. And we want justice for what's going on right now. I appreciate everyone showing us some support and love. I thank y'all for that. So, so emotional. Quincy Mason Floyd, one of George Floyd's sons. Because I didn't recognize who it was until my mom told me, Colin told me, you know who that guy was? I said, no, she says he's your father. Floyd says people here in Bryan College Station have been surprised to learn about the local connection to this international story. He says some people even questioned it at first. You know, they, they kept asking, like, how, oh, you have any proof about it? I said, yeah, I got proof. Look at my face and look at his face. And you, you'll tell. One woman, a teacher, remembers him well. In fact, for more than 30 years, she's hung onto a drawing that he made as a child. Here's his drawing. And, and tell us about this. What, what is this drawing and what was your assignment? One of my favorite memories of Perry involves his report for Black History Month. Each day in the month of February, we studied a different famous black American. And as a culmination to that study, I posed the question to my students, how will you impact the future? What will you do to make the difference? So in response, each student uh, wrote a story or an essay called Future Famous Americans and described 
their aspirations. And let me just read a portion of it for everybody in case they can't okay. read it on the screen. So yes. what George Floyd, again, who, who you at that time and his family called Perry, said was, when I grow up, I want to be a Supreme Court judge. When people say, your honor, he did rob the bank, I will say, be seated. And if he doesn't, I will tell the guard to take him out. Uh, I taught at Douglas for 24 years, and so... If people want to believe that anal sex taught George Floyd, what are you going to do? It's, it's man versus self. It's, and all your choices are between you and God. It, it, it's, it really is. It's like, it's your soul's journey. It's your soul's journey. Your soul's journey. She was a high school junior who saw cops doing something she felt she just had to document. And that 17-year-old girl's footage of George Floyd's last moments not only resulted in charges against the officers, but it launched a worldwide movement. And the young woman who shot it is finally coming forward. Her name is Darnella Frazier. She's a 17-year-old high school junior, and now she's being praised as a hero. A GoFundMe page on Darnella's behalf has raised more than half a million dollars to support the healing and the restoration of hope for Darnella Frazier. I watched this man die. I was the one that was supporting the whole thing. I see him die. Oh my God. I posted a video last night and it just went viral. Here. They had us here. 
If you're just tuning in, you are watching our correspondent, Omar Jimenez, being arrested by state police in Minnesota. We're not sure why our correspondent is being arrested. Hang on one second, Allison. Let's listen into what these officers are saying. That is an American television reporter, Omar Jimenez, being led away. I got you, I got you. Hold on, hold on. I'm tired of this Black Lives Matter lie. Yeah, anywhere you go, I go to Grubhub, Uber Eats, Twitter, Facebook. Hell, I Instagram. Get a, I get a telemarketer calling me. Please donate to Black Lives Matter. I'm tired of this damn lie, so I'm going to expose it. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. I got to show you because if I don't show you, you're going to call me a liar and a sellout and an Uncle Tom and a coon. Bad things happen to all races by the cops. Yeah, that damn, that catchphrase, Black Lives Matter, yeah. it duped a lot of us, but it didn't get us. Yeah, it's catchy, though. But I didn't fall for it. Look here. Newly released body camera footage of this police shooting shows Daniel Shaver's last moments. Police were responding to reports of a man pointing a rifle out of a hotel room window. You do that again, we're shooting you. Do you understand? You do not shoot me. Begging for his life. And listen to my instruction. then orders Shaver to crawl toward him. Shaver complies, but then moves his right hand behind him despite the warning. This kid is drunk. Yeah. He's begging for his life. Yeah. And the cop shoots him anyway. Yeah. The cop walks. Yeah, gotta quit it. You didn't hear about it because he's white. They have split this country in half. Yeah. These riots, people actually think cops out there hunt down black people for the simple fact yeah. that they're black and there's no evidence of that. None. Because it's all a lie. Because it's all a lie. Um, they're just marching up and down the streets, and they formed a big bulkhead here at the end of the at the corner. The distant coverage in the sky was emulated on the ground by the scarce street reporters who tried to glide by without speaking to the protesters. With the chance, no justice, no peace is what they're chanting. You can hear them now.
because it's all a lie. It's a lie to, to simply make black people feel that they're less American than everybody else. Yeah, to keep black people indebted. And look at the Black Lives Matter organization. Look at all the contributions they get. Look where that money's going. It's going to Democrat presidential candidates. It's not going to black people. It's not going, going to, to black neighborhoods. No. It's going to rich old white men running for president. <laughs> oh, that's what I call white privilege. Yeah. Let's get to what we all been waiting for, right? Oh shit, let's see who this is. Right on time, right on time. Right on time. Who is it? What's going on, bro? What's going on, man? What's up, what's up? No parents. 
Radio. Look. That is the point. This shit was a psyop. Now, I don't really care that the nigga was a porn star, besides the fact that that could accredit that he's acting. So if he really didn't die, then he does have acting, an acting background. But if he did die, it was a hit. Now, I went to the nigga brother Instagram. This is his brother's Instagram. And I went all the way back to 2016. So you don't see the date, but scroll down to 2016. Hurry up before you delete it. Look what his brother said. My father's Mason Brothers 33 gave me something to cherish. My dad's gear. We'll be following your footsteps, Pops. Rest easy. Salute to all my Mason Brothers. So once again, these niggas are Freemasons. Well, I serve us so we're going to stop serving you they seem like fantasy but no folks all the stuff they're rolling out it's all real the only reason we're not having too much success pushing back against it is because of the media be prepared for what's coming but again folks no stake in the outcome People who think this is going to go away and it's going to go back to normal. I mean, you're living in a dream world, folks. Things are not going back to normal. And it's time people prepared for it. You've got to start 
taking steps, folks. I mean, we'd like a lot of people to wake up, but, you know, they're not waking up. So as much as we have to continue to try to wake them up, you've got to also face the reality that many of them aren't going to, and so you've got to have a plan B ready for yourself. So it's pretty crazy, folks. It's pretty crazy the world we're moving into. And we've got to face the fact that a lot of people simply aren't going to wake up. No one knows what the truth is, and that's the truth. And no one's prepared to admit that. And while people argue over their belief systems, they'll never find the knowing of what the truth is. And a knowing is not a belief. You know, if you have to believe something, or you have to try to believe something, well, why would you do that? If you already know it, then you don't have to try to believe it. Everyone can say they're living in a slavery system. You're living in a people farm. But what are you doing about it? No one's doing anything about it. They're just all going along with it. They're complaining about it. But they're still using all the tools that the system gives them. So if you're going to complain about it, why are you using their tools? And if you're still going down the path of this technology and using these scrying mirrors and moving yourself into this smart system, then nothing's going to change because we are doing it ourselves through this technology. So that's what a lot of it has, has created. You know, this whole, this whole spiritual narcissistic approach to things, which is not true spirituality, it's false spirituality. Some things are just obvious and we don't believe in ourselves is the problem. We're always looking for external confirmation and external gratification and we're not really looking at the things that we should do that are all exist within. Occult means hidden. That's all it means. Anything that has a hidden meaning is occult. We've been taught to fear that word so we don't look for what's hidden. There's dark occult and there's just occult, you know. The government is occult. Can anyone tell me about the workings of government and what these guys get up to behind closed doors? It's all occult, you know. So even the, the main workings of the education system and what its goals are, are occult. You know, so people have been taught to fear that word. And that's the danger of looking down these rabbit holes and, and seeing all the stuff that we're seeing. I mean, for people who, who believe where attention goes, energy flows, it does it in a, a certain way if you attach fear to that information. I see it all as, as an opportunity for freedom because now the system's been laid bare. As I've said, you know, walk the path of the warrior. You face infinity without flinching. You don't attach emotion to the stuff that you're seeing, you simply do what needs to be done. You know, like you're standing on the rail tracks and there's a train coming, you don't stand there and scream, you step off the tracks. You can stay there right up until the last second. As long as you step off before the train comes, it's all good. No fear. You just, you know what to do. They gave you all the clues in, in the Matrix, you know, Neo, Neo, the non-emotional observer. He couldn't do things until he was able to simply observe it and see it for what it was and then just do what needed to be done. Mm. So when the bullets were flying towards him, he just put his hand up and stopped them and checked him out, you know, did what needed to be done. So you've got to be able to face infinity without flinching. You've got to be able to walk the path of the warrior, which means that you've got to be able to face with serenity odds and circumstances that are not included in your calculations. The quickening that's happening is designed to freak you out every minute of every day to put you in as much fear as they can because that's what helps manifest this reality, manifest the reality that they want. But, you know, if, if you can put yourself in the right energetic state, it just breaks against you like waves because all you're dealing with here is people. It doesn't matter about all the stuff they write on paper. It's how they've inverted things again. There's only one law, natural law, do no harm, you know, service to creation which isn't service to yourself at the, at the expense of others or service to others at the expense of yourself. And there isn't anything that anybody can write on any piece of paper which has anything to do with your divine rights. Unless you believe it does, why would you believe that? 
you know it's not true and you know that this is just a guy in a suit who's writing down and the only reason you're doing it is because you've got a big black, black goon there dressed in, in black Kevlar, you know, looking like this big, huge black thing, you know, that you're in fear of, which is why they make them dress all in black, you know. So it's all fiction. It's all illusion. You don't actually have to do any of it. And this is a great opportunity for us to, to speak to these people as men and women. Do you think you are? That you can do this? Explain yourself, please. No, I'm not going to do any of this. Do you intend to drag me off and escalate the situation where, to the point that you're going to hurt me or put me in a cage or murder me because I won't comply with your corruption? Is that where we're going? Is that what we employ you to do? You know, why does anyone speak to these people this way? That's what I do. I go to council meetings and that's the way I talk to them. Because he's just a guy. He's just a guy. And he's actually my employee. We actually employ this guy to manage infrastructure for us. And now he's tricked everyone into thinking that he actually rules us. And we've got to do what he says. No, no. You've got to do what we say. Because they've forgotten who and what they are. Every politician in this country needs to have letters sent to them saying that we no longer have any confidence in your government's ability to govern. A loss of confidence, massive loss of confidence. I mean, that's a legal term. If enough people in the country express a loss of confidence in this government, then they have to step down. It's as simple as that. And they should. They should all step down and be held accountable. What they're doing is a massive fraud. So it's all very well to have marches and shows of solidarity and to have speakers. But if there isn't action that comes from this, then what's the point of it all? I mean, it's a fraud. It's a massive, provable, quantifiable fraud. The only reason we're not having too much success pushing back against it is because of the media. The media are the ones who've sold the lie. The media are more unconscionable and more to blame for this problem. Their lack of journalism, their lack of integrity, their willingness to get on the TV and tell barefaced lies to the population. The media are hugely responsible for this scam that's going on and all of these people need to be dismissed and removed and held accountable. So why not stop supporting them? The government and the media do no longer serve us, so we're going to stop serving you. That's what needs to happen. Push back in every way that you can and call these people out. Realise you're just dealing with people. And your rights are not something that can be taken and given away. It doesn't have anything to do with anything any politician wrote on paper. If you believe it is, then you've already lost them. And they've had this plan for a, a really long time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's ScoMo and all these people, all the politicians, I mean, they've got to go. They've got to go. We've got to express a loss of confidence in them. I think it's the only way through this is to realise how much of a scam this is and how, how much it's being people are being played. It's a worldwide thing. There's so many people pushing back around the world as well. But like I said, it's got to be got to be something more. It's got to be something. We've really got to focus on these politicians and call them out and, and dismiss them. Yeah. So we've got to find a way of doing that. Because we believe these people are real. We believe this system is real. And it's just this fictional thing that they wrote on paper. It's a spell. That's why they teach you when you go to school. They teach you the spell. It's the first thing you do. What are you doing when you're spelling? You're casting spells. And they write it down. And you believe it because it's written down. And you can tell people about, about something in common sense. You know, common sense. And I'll go, oh, no, but look, it says here. It's written down. It must be true. It's written in a book. It's like I said to someone. You could you could say, look, to someone, don't step on the grass. And chances are they'll step on it. But if you put a sign up there saying, don't step on the grass, they'll go, ooh. And they won't step on the grass. It's remarkable just because it's written down. It's a spell. That's why they tell you, take you to school and they teach you the spell. These are just people. These are just people. It's just, just other guys, other men, other women. Why are you doing what you're told by these people? 
Why are you ever questioning anything? Oh, yes, sir. No, sir. Three bags full. So he wrote it down. And look, he's got a little fancy insignia on. He's got he's in fancy dress. I have to do what he says. It's crazy. There's there's so many people through the ages, so many philosophers, so many people who have said that this is a single consciousness. And this is stuff that I've got through meditation and through ceremony and stuff as well. I've realised that there's only really one of us here, you know, experiencing uh, ourselves subjectively. Because that's what you would do if you were the, the creator. I mean, what are you going to do with that? You'd shatter your mind into seven billion fragments so you could communicate with yourself and experience what life is. I mean, just experience something. Yeah, people really do need to rally up and um, really realise what we're dealing with here. Realise that we're just dealing with people and we've, we've got a, a real opportunity here to, to create a better world now that this whole system is being exposed. So, And I'm... I probably freaked a lot of people out with some of the stuff I said earlier, but it, it, hey, I'm not saying any of it's true. I'm just saying, just consider it. Consider the, of how we've been manipulated and that that manipulation exists on both sides of the fence. And don't be so polarised in your belief in anything. Find the ground in between because somewhere in there you will find God. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's really what's missing from this equation, and that's what we need. Think of it in a religious uh, perspective. You've got your own connection to the divine, and that isn't new age thinking. It simply is. It's, it's what it is. It's what you are. And that's really the way out of this. Once you connect with that divinity and stand in that, nothing, nothing can touch you.